Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your GM. Hold on. Hold on, man. I got a call real quick. Hello? No. No, you still have to face Alex Kane. Yes, I know he's a suplex assassin. Yes, I know you're going to go to Suplex Island. I don't care if you don't want to face him. You did not want to listen to my booking, did you not? Well, guess what? You're going to Suplex Island. You got a first flight ticket. Goodbye. Huh, now, like I was saying, it's him. It's him. It's your boy. It's the GM Classic. That's right. It may be AM, maybe PM, but it's the same old GM. But look, I just want to tell you, though. You see how I just booked that match right there? <laughs> it was fire, right? But guess what? You can book some great stuff, too. But I'm not talking about matches. No, no, no. That's my job. But you can book some great tickets to some great events. You want to go to SummerSlam? <laughs> Do you want to go to WrestleMania? Do you want to go to Royal Rumble? <laughs> well, guess what? Just check out Megaseat.com. That's right. www.megaseat.com. They hook you up with some great tickets for some low, low, great prices. I'm telling you right now, you don't want to miss it, but just listen up. First of all, when you go to www.megaseats.com, don't forget to tell them that the GM sent you. That's right, the GM or RSM. And then just remember this, there's no service fee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's right, you heard it right. No service fees added to your little cost. No, no, and then there's no shipping fees either. Did we send your tickets right to you? Boom, you got it. No audition. But look, you need to listen to this part. Listen closely. Now, if you don't listen, you might get suplexed with the next fella. You got to put in the promo code SSAW Network at checkout and you get 10% off. That's right. You heard it right. 10% off. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not even 5%. And you know Big E love that five count. I had him on the phone yesterday. But no, no, no. I'm talking about 10% off your cost. But all you got to do again is put in SSAW Network at checkout. Go to megaseats.com. Get your tickets today. You never know. I might see you at an event. <laughs> Peace. Monday, and you already know it's the cruise here, but we got a special guest, which we're gonna get into. But it, you know, we all know it's Monday. It was a pretty interesting weekend, but uh, lady, we got Lady Rose, we got Sir Mac, and our special guest, Kill Kevin. So he said special. What he meant was special ed. Oh my bad. Well, <laughs> hey, you, you took it away. Read right? good. <laughs> no, I'm actually dyslexic and illiterate. I really can't read good. <laughs> Oh, Wait, damn. what? <laughs> I really hope you pull in my chain because right. Yo, I'm 100% serious. Everybody who tunes in my Twitch channel and they they start commenting with these screen names. I always tell them like, look, y'all, I'm sorry if I pronounce your name wrong. I'm both illiterate and dyslexic. Like that's 100% shoot. Oh man, well, oh, I man. apologize, man. <laughs> don't don't. It's all good, man. If you yeah, can't laugh yeah. at yourself, who can you laugh at? You know what? That was my soul people. letting me know what was going on before I even knew what was going on. So we connected. I feel Yo, it's all good, man. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the, you know, how's everybody's weekend? We'll, we'll start with you, Mac, and then we'll, we'll work our way down. Oh, man, celebrations just continue to happen around this way, you know what I'm saying? Mine came around, then, you know, my fiance's birthday, my daughter's birthday is coming up this Saturday, uh, My uh, our third year anniversary of being together is coming up the week after that, so it's, it's just been a busy, 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 busy time around here. Just got back from Vegas, uh, but I'm here to talk some wrestling with my folks, so let's do it, you know? Cool. Happy belated birthday to, to your fiance. Damn, gonna put that out there. Lady Rose, how was your weekend? It was good. Uh, we just chilled, did one of our favorite pastimes other than wrestling. We went bowling, so that was fun. So I'm good. Back to Kevin. Floor is yours. You know, man, this weekend's been really good. Uh, another sport that I'm really passionate about makes its return. We got the the return of the NFL, but earlier this weekend, uh, this uh, place near me opened up. It's a skating rink. I went to a skating rink for the first time and like, I don't know, 15 years, and I look like Bambi out there trying to walk for the first time. My wife, on the other hand, see, I got the little four-wheel uh, uh, skates, okay. and my wife's on inline skates. She looked like Ooh. she's in the X Games or something, and I'm just trying to take two steps without falling again. Hey, that's I was about like to ask, were you on ice? ice. Nope. No, it was, it was a regular roller skates, but uh, look, I'm six foot five, 285 pounds. There ain't nothing graceful about me. Uh, <laughs> I'll take that. You didn't request a little kid, um, nah, handlebar thing. Worse. Yo, n- n- look, I got four boys and they all had them, and I was teaching my kids how to roller skate. But if you don't think I was using them as an excuse to use that thing, you are crazy. <laughs> no, Daddy, you are. No. My, son, my son said, "Daddy, I'm done skating." I said, "No, you're not, because I need this. And I can't be out there by myself with it." <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> one more time. One more time. Let's go around one more time. Oh my God, that's priceless. Well, Kevin, you know, we are definitely glad to have you on. But, you know, what's your background? What got you into wrestling? You know, what's your platform? Man, so I guess we'll start off with, with who I am. My name is Heel Kevin. You guys can find me on all forms of social media. I'm a podcaster and Twitch streamer. Uh, my Twitch channel is Heel Kevin on Twitch. Um, And, to you know, that's it's such a loaded question because I don't remember a time where I wasn't a wrestling fan. I've been a fan of wrestling for as long as I can remember. but uh. What got me into it is my uncle by marriage, no blood relation, but my uncle by marriage is actually a WWE Hall of Famer. And um, growing up around him, and I, I only got to meet him about three or four times, uh, but one of those times I met him, I was really young, and, and they were talking about wrestling and stuff, and, and that's kind of what got me into it, man. Um, I remember watching like the Monday Night Wars and stuff like that, and I was just infatuated by these larger than life characters i mean we all grew up you know superman batman all that stuff and and some of these wrestlers like like macho man and and people like that were really the encumbrance of those characters brought to real life so it was a very easy transition i was also a huge power ranger fan i still am um and it was wrestling was really like the real life version of all these cartoons that i loved as a kid that's crazy so i I heard hall of fame uh that's nuts yeah, um, George the Animal Steel is uh, is my uncle by marriage. Oh, oh man, the turnbuckle terror upper, right? The turnbuckle green tongue. Oh man, ah, Rick, that's oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's just just want to be clear for anybody listening, and you, and you DM me about it. Like I said, just marriage, just marriage. <laughs> Only met him about three, four times, so it wasn't like we were close or anything like that. But it is a little feather in my cap that I like to talk about every now and again. Cause hey. I like getting myself over. That's what heels do. 
You know, it's great that you brought up the uh, the fact that those wrestlers during that time really were like characters and really fit the animated vibe. Like, you know, they had the cartoon, all of that stuff and everything. And like all the wrestlers from the early and late 80s and everything, like so bigger than life personalities. And that's mm-hmm. that's one thing that I grasped onto as a child as well, because just like you, I never knew not being a wrestling fan. I was born in the playpen and put the playpen in front of the TV. Wrestling was on all the time. So it's just a part of life. He was giving the rock bottom to his teddy bear. Man, all the time. I was jumping off the dresser <laughs> bears, giving the elbow drops to Big Bird. I, I was doing it That's all. I had Alf and everything, making my championship belts and all that. And then getting crazy and want to go challenge my uncle, get beat up, and then I go back to beating up my stuffed animals, you know? Dude, that's another thing that that's another thing that sucked me in was was seeing the title belts, man. They were so shiny. They were so bright. They all looked amazing. Uh, at that time, it was the big gold championship and um, and the um, the winged eagle, two of the greatest belt designs ever made. And, and I just remember looking at it and like, God, I want one of those so bad. Yeah, so much um, history with those belts, though. So much history. Yeah, yeah. I love those. I, it was the titles, the characters, the theatrics. It was right. all of it. It was it was the entertainment. It was the wrestling. It was all of it, man. And I could not get enough of it. What's not to love? I mean, man, I agree. It, it is like you said, superheroes come to life, really. And as a, a a lady that likes wrestling, I don't only like it for the buff men, but I do like it because it was an outlet for me to be violent. If that is absolutely sounds weird or not, but man, any chance I could get, I'll beat up my stepbrother as much as I could, take out all my frustration and go back and wear tights on Sunday to church, you know? So <laughs> and fun. like like one of the greatest things about pro wrestling is it truly is an all inclusive sport. Maybe it you're is. not the best in ring athlete. They still need sound guys and, and ring announcers and commentators. There's That's a place great. for everybody and, and wrestling for me has always been like a symbol of unity. Everybody coming together and the and it's really crazy that we talk about this right now especially on this day as we all know yesterday was the 20th anniversary of 9-11 um that happened on a tuesday back then smackdown was being shown on thursday nights after 9-11 the very first mass gathering of people was thursday night smackdown it was the first time since the towers fell where everybody came together we stood hand in hand we were brothers we were sisters and there was no drama there was no this or that there was no race, religion, politics. It was just people who came together, who loved wrestling, and it was a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, it was. And, it, I mean, it, it, it kind of it set the platform. You know, it, it, it built that foundation. because It of showed people, us all that we were going to be okay. Yeah, it really did. Because that pressure, I mean, just to do that right after that event, it, you know, I mean, I, I gave them props. Cause even me watching, I was just in awe. I was like, man. I just Took a lot of guts. Like, yeah. Vince, Vince I, got a lot of that, though. Yeah, and when you guts to go around. when you listen to Devon talk about it, the wrestlers were literally packing their bags and putting them near the doors because they didn't know what was going to happen. Like I said, this was the first mass gathering of people. Obviously, if there was going to be a secondary attack or something like that, that would have been prime target for mass casualties. Um, but they they came together. They did the show. Devon talks about Devon and Bradshaw both talk about how how the feeling was in the locker room. They were literally packing their bags and putting them to the doors so they can get out easy if they had to. Um, But they all came together and said, you know, the show must go on. And it it really was at a time where everybody was afraid to be in the same place at the same time. It was a sign of we are going to get back to normal. We can get through this. We are going to move on and we're going to be stronger on the outside of it. So wrestling 
wrestling's played a lot in our in our culture that it doesn't get the credit for. Uh, no, not at all. It, it's you know when it comes to the culture, they look at wrestling, they they laugh, they think it's a kid thing, but they don't understand like what it does. It, it's it's entertainment, but what you learn from it is so important because you're able to apply it in your everyday life too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, there's values all around if you're looking for them. You got to look for them. My biggest argument for it is, is I can walk down the street and I can go in, I can walk up to 100 people and I can say, hey, who's Alan Jackson? Big time country singer. Some people might not know who he is. I can right. go, hey, who's, uh, who's an old timer? Who's Ja Rule, the, the old rapper? People might not know who he is. You walk through a crowd of people and say, hey, who's The Undertaker? Who's The Rocker? Who's Stone Cold? They're going to know who that is. So Man, you tell me what has a bigger impact on society, wrestling or music? Wrestling Man. or movies? <laughs> Got it. Right. I was at a Universal Studios last weekend. And, uh, of course, I had on my Brody Lee shirt. Y'all saw that. But I, I saw a kid that had on an AEW Mox shirt, right? He's going up the escalator. I'm going down. There's a, a ton of people around, right? Tons of kids. But I spot his shirt, and I'm like, hey, kid. That kid, the only kid, turned around and looked at me. And I was like, cool shirt. And the smile that was on his face, like, oh, my God, somebody just recognized and gave me recognition for my AEW shirt. Like, it really was a dope shirt. And I was just like, cool shirt, kid. And he saw mine, gave me a thumbs up. And that it was cool. It was peaceful. Like, never in a million years would I ever would have talked to that kid unless I was in the position to talk to him. Uh, you know, it's just things like that that connect people so much closer so much deeper that you just don't pay attention to and it's just it's i just i just i love it i love what wrestling does for the community and just brings us together without us even knowing because so many times it's just like hey cool shirt hey cool shirt i love your shirt i love your shirt whether it's somebody telling me or i'm telling somebody else and it's like you know you have that little sense of joy for that moment and then you go on about your day nobody's ever going to say hey i love that song turn it up like unless you're like in a close proximity of each other or whatever but like from a distance oh man i recognize that shirt anywhere i love it and think about how far that's come because you know when i was growing up it was it was almost a sin to say you were wrestling fan. Like, you like that fake stuff first off wrestling is real people are fake wow, so um but think about how it was when we were younger like you almost you had to speak about it in the shadows and the dark alleyways you couldn't say it out loud and wrestling is really now on a forefront where we can openly have these conversations. You see me wearing, you know, wrestlers A shirt. You're wearing wrestlers B shirt. Now we're having a conversation. We seem like we're the best of friends, but we ain't never met each other before. I mean, take this podcast, for example. I've never met any of you in real life, but because we all love wrestling, here we are in the same place talking about it. I mean, it's just a great thing to see. I love it. I already love the conversation so far. I can't wait to hear what else comes out of your mouth. Kevin. <laughs> well, it might not all be good, I promise. I got some I got some strong opinions and I got some opinions that a lot of people might not agree with. But it's like we were talking about backstage. <laughs> if if your listeners only hear one thing I say throughout this whole episode, let it be this right now. If you only take one piece of advice from Heel Kevin, let it be this. We don't have to agree and that is okay. We are allowed to have a difference of opinion and that is perfectly fine. You don't have to agree with me. I don't have to agree with you. We can still have a conversation. We can still be friends. We can still be casual with each other. Just because you think this wrestler is good and I think that wrestler is dog water doesn't mean we're enemies. It just means we have a difference of opinion. Right. That's right. Speaking of difference of opinion, let, let's get into it because we do got a lot of wrestling to go through. Let's start, let's start with Raw. Now, for me, it was weird. You know, the show opens up. You get art. You know, you have, we, freak, we hear that there's going to be the tag team turmoil match. 
which to me I didn't get, but I guess they're trying to kill some time, build a new storyline. But you know, RK Bro comes out, they cut their promo, then Bobby MVP come out. I, I didn't get this whole segment to me because it just ended up being just what probably said like ten minutes of just talking for no necessary reason. They could have just went straight to the match and it would have been fine. But Kevin, what what was your thoughts of the of the opening segment of Raw? I thought so so Raw is the one that I'm the most critical on and, and I think for good reason. I can't remember the last time I saw a good Raw. It is very I stream all wrestling, so I watch all wrestling. I do live watch longs and reactions. And if it wasn't for my chat being there, I would fall asleep. But getting into the first segment, this is the first place my mind went to. Okay, so the night before Raw, we had AEW All Out. Okay, or or the set the Saturday before, Sunday before. I can't remember if it was a Saturday or Sunday, but either way, it was the day you have Sunday. you have the debut of Ruby Soho. You have Suzuki come out. You got Adam Cole coming out. You got Daniel Bryan coming out. You got CM Punk returning to the ring after how many years? And Raw goes, hey, how do we compete with that? How do we elevate our world champion? Let's bury him in the tag division. How does that make any sense? You know what? They buried the tag division. Trying to Absolutely elevate. did. Because this whole everything that's being put together is all about Randy and Bobby. And it's sad that they don't have any other competitors that could challenge Bobby for the championship because they buried everybody. But they else. do, though. So they fired him. Know, and, let, and let everybody else walk away or fired everybody. Like, they still no, have they, people they have there. People. They have people that But they, they, they're not putting that time and effort into their characters and making them come around the corner and, and having us see them in that light. So that's why they, we're getting Bobby and Randy. They had gold, bro. They had they had absolute gold with Karrion Cross, your undefeated NXT oh, champion, never oh, lost a match in WWE, loses to a babyface oh, in a minute 39 seconds with a heel oh, finish, and that's his first loss in the company's history, you could have projected him oh, right into the main event and take on uh, Bobby Lashley. That would have got me excited. They killed every... Oh my, they, killed, he they was undefeated at the time. So much gold. You, you know how much they made me not care about Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe at NXT when I was so excited about that to begin with? And then to bring him up to the main roster during that feud? Oh, they killed everything about Karrion Cross. You have a guy like Karrion who is tough, who is real, who is believable. He's, he's, he's Vince's dream child, tall as crap, jack to the moon. You got Scarlet. You got the entrance. You take that and you feud with the real life competitive nature of Bobby Lashley, the MMA uh, a fighter that is Bobby Lashley or was Bobby Lashley before he came back. You have a story that you can ride for the next four months. Why on earth, when you have the almighty Bobby Lashley, does Jeff Hardy break the streak? Uh, for nothing. Because he wasn't even seen. He wasn't even seen next week. We as fans wrote Vince a million dollar check and he ripped it up and said, I don't need it. Pretty much. Sure did. Pretty much. He does it all the time. That that's that's the, that's how I feel about WWE as a whole right now. They SmackDown's coming up. SmackDown's coming up. Uh, in certain parts. Certain parts. The most exciting yeah. thing from this segment for me mm-hmm. was probably uh I I mean I will take Bobby versus Randy for the title. I'll take that. But it was probably that the Viking Raiders have pyro now and that Kofi came back and had his Nash drip on. That's the only thing I liked about all of this. And I'm not even going to talk about the match and how it went and then they broke it up and brought it back later like they were supposed to be. So 
like they that that killed the segment even more. Well, that's that's literally what I was just about to bring up. Like all this happens, the turmoil match pretty much continues. New Day, you know, battling it out, surviving. Then the tag team to me that still makes no sense that I would love for them to go back to their actual names, Mason T Bar. Like I, I didn't really that that. So, Here's one of those unpopular here's one of those unpopular opinions I was talking about when it comes to the tag team turmoil. I feel like this match was great and would have been perfect and would have been awesome and would have been absolutely fantastic if Mansoor and Ali went over. Really? You have been shoving this team down our throat. You've been trying to get us behind Mansoor. You have Ali who's who's kind of like, do I do I want to pair with him? Do I not want to pair with him? Do I want to trust him? Do I not want to trust him? Is he good? Is he not good? And you have them come in and you take out those tag teams or, or not really take out all the tag teams because it's a gauntlet style match, but right. you have them get the win and you put them in the, the tag title picture and they take the tag titles. Now Mansoor is a massive baby face who is over. Ollie's recovered from the, the, the retribution BS that he did. And they're able to move on and move forward with a new, fresh baby face tag team who is super talented, who could be super over, but right. you've built them this long, giving them wins against Mason T-Bar, for what? To job them out to Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Pretty the single should've... stars should not beat tag teams. Right. That part. Amen to that. Those that. two should have went on the run that the New Day went on in that time. In that yes. That's what I was saying. I thought the run. They should have ran the gauntlet. Yeah. I don't know why New Day was running it, but... I don't know either. That made no sense to me. Because Kofi Mania happened and we all got behind it and uh, New Day did it then and we all got behind it so they wanted to recreate it but it's done and gone and what they didn't realize was it's still there. You just needed to plug in a different tag team. Yeah. Yeah. I think Ollie and Mansoor winning that would have been the best way to go. It would have. Man, Kofi Mania has sunk as his chest. It's not going to come. What else do they have to prove? What else does the New Day have to prove? And who do they have to prove it to? Everything and to Vince, still. But they, but that's the thing. They have nothing to prove. They don't, but they still do. For as long as Vince is is running the show, and I say this all the time, they gonna always have something to prove. Cause it's like, okay, Vince gave us Kofi Mania just to give us something, so that he wouldn't lose a good portion of it. Well, I mean, but that that takes me back to Danny Bryan with the whole Yes movement. It's kind of the same thing. He gave mm-hmm. that to it was us the exact he, same thing. That, that was forced, actually. Vince no, couldn't do shit about but that. But you see, you see how big the Yes movement was, and then Kofi yeah. Mania, they were the same thing? It was. That's what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. What we had with the New Day, we could have had with Ali and Mansoor. Yeah. It happens all the time. They just chose they chose to put the saddle on the wrong fucking horse. Yeah, so, I mean, pretty much, you know, we got this turmoil match. I mean, anything, I'm for me, that's all that really stuck out to me was the whole tag team turmoil. Nothing else really caught my attention. Um, I don't know why Nia Jax is in title picture, but... You didn't agree with that? Absolutely not. I don't agree with Nia Jax having a job. Uh, oh! Yeah, well, <laughs> this one. Wait. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, throw, throw another pitch. Let this man hit another one out the park. Jesus Christ. Uh, Nia, Jax, Nia Jax should not be given a title shot. She should be given a pink slip and a food stamp card and tell her to go to the end of the bread line. Are you a part of the she's a non-safe worker crew? Absolutely. Okay. okay, that's what I'll I was going to bring. That's what I was going to ask. So yeah, yeah. and that, that's the I, I get this all the time. You hate Nia Jax because she's a she's a plus size wrestler. Actually, no, I loved Awesome Kong Karma. Uh, yes. I love her. Absolutely love her. 
thinks she's amazing. It has nothing yeah. to do with that. Who recently retired, yeah. which is unfortunate. It has everything yeah. to do yeah. with the fact that she has injured so many people. She has robbed us of a main event that we all wanted. Granted, the triple threat at WrestleMania, Becky, uh, Charlotte, and Ronda, take it for what it was. But I think at that time, we all really wanted that one-on-one Becky, Ronda, yeah. to, see an, to, to see a slugfest. Nia robbed us of that. She has shortened the careers and lives of Hall of Famers. It, it's bad enough, or it's so bad, to the point where Ember Moon's husband takes to Twitter and says, I hope this careless oaf doesn't injure my wife again. At yeah. what point does she become a liability to the company? Uh-huh. If I'm Vince and I'm sitting there, it's like, how long is it before she starts literally costing me money? She's already well, cost you money before, but when does she start making you have to pay money to these people? Because she, Kyrie Zane left WWE because she was tired of getting hurt by Nia. Nia is doing nothing but writing her name and writing Vince. That is it. She's protected by the bloodline. As thin as that bloodline may be, she is protected. I I didn't think she was part of the bloodline. I thought she was separate. No, like actually. She's the Rock's cousin. Nope. She's she's in the actual. Yeah. That Not cool. The family. You you got any of that blood in you, you are protected for a long. Man, probably your whole career. If Nia Jax spits on you with that DNA, you're going to the Hall of Fame. Man. Mm. that's That's the only thing that I see protecting her. Is that she's related? Yeah, she has she has injured way too many superstars. Like she needs to go. Just to name a few: Ember Moon, Bailey, Becky, Sasha, Lana. Carmella, Lana, mm-hmm. Tamina. I can keep going. She probably Charlie too, if she didn't have a man neck. And here, here's like, another one of those. Here's another one of those unpopular opinions. You want Nia Jax because you look at her as this dominant woman who can manhandle everybody. First off. When you are that much bigger and that much stronger and your finisher is a leg drop, it tells me you can't do anything else. Aside from that, Max. the person they the person they want Nia Jax to be, guys, they had 10 years ago in Tamina and they dropped the ball. Yes, they did. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, and they, they tried to pick it up yes, and play did. with it. And Oh, oh. Tamina could have been that person yes, you wanted and, you, and you, you dropped the ball. Man, in, in my honest opinion, Tamina can't work in my honest opinion. No, she can't. Not anymore. I'm not saying she can, but she was big. She was powerhouse. She was she was able to do certain things. She was able to go in there. If you would have built her like a female Lesnar, just go in there and do suplexes or body slams, she would have been fine. Get her away from all this hokey shit that little people do. Oh, but she's not from a famous family. Actually, she's the daughter of Superfly Jimmy Fly Snooka, or Superstar Jimmy Superfly Snooka. So, yeah, she does come from a bloodline. She is a carbon copy of Nia Jax, but she is what I call coachable you could have fixed her a long time ago if you would have actually yeah. tried yeah but no you're putting your money into eva marie and, and nia Jax. Oh my god! yeah can we not talk about eva marie pepto bismol is what we call her <laughs> I, I, I don't know why she's back like there's so many women that got the opportunity stolen so you cut many. ruby riot but you hire her right yep that part but see 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 it, it it's becoming even more and more and more visible and for the simple fact that people can't tell the difference in between these companies now is ridiculous but you got sports oh i can tell you i can tell the difference i promise (laughs) you got you got sports entertainment with wwe and you have professional wrestling with aew and everywhere else like if you want to be in movies and if you want to you want a career in other places wwe is where you go 
because they train you up for that. They put you in that in the lane to drive that vehicle. You want to be a wrestler? Hit the indies. Hit hit ROH. Hit AEW. Hit go go to New Japan if you want to see how tough you are. You know what I'm saying? Man, people just a lot of people can't separate the difference in between professional wrestling and sports entertainment. I love I loved when people were giving CM Punk crap because of his promo when he said he left pro wrestling in 2005 and he didn't credit WWE as pro wrestling and everybody lost their mind. Oh, you're not giving credit to WWE, but they made you. Um, that's not what he said. He said he left pro wrestling. If, if we've yeah, all heard good... it, we've all heard it so many times. Vince says that WWE is not a wrestling company; it's a sports entertainment yeah, company. company. Yep. So if you have the owner of the company walking around saying we are not a wrestling company. And then CM Punk says that wasn't wrestling. Why is it okay for Vince to say it and not CM Punk? And furthermore is what CM Punk technically not right. He was right. Absolutely. right. That promo at all. I was like, that's facts. He's he always been right. But he set Twitter on fire with that comment. I mean, even Daniel Bryan said he loved his time over there. And yeah. he's one of the few that would have said something like that. And he still left. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole and CM Punk pointed that out. The man loved it over there and still left. He wasn't going to pass up this opportunity to be a part of something that's so great. And I'll get to that later when we get to it. But, oh, my God, it's so great. So great. Oh, professional wrestling is on fire right now. It is. Fire. It's Sports fantastic. entertainment is a uh, hand. It, it, it's what we always known it to be, and we ain't going to never stop watching it because it's a part of us. So. That's that's just my take on that. So WWE right now is a sequel, that bad sequel that we all want, but we ended up not liking as much as the original. Yeah. It's because we are holding on to hope. We are holding on to the fact that hopefully one day they'll give us something that we want. And, right. and they, they kind of did, and we'll get to that when we start to talk about SmackDown, but we are hopeful for something to happen. And it's like they are going to ride that hope until the last stitch is there. And then when they absolutely have to give us something, We'll get it for a second. Just enough to keep us holding on for the next five years. Carrying Cross on, on Moist TV. Yeah, don't don't, don't. if if, if they I, couldn't I, I bury that man anymore, then he's already been buried. That man should never talk. No. He doesn't have to. No, nope. Give him Scarlet, walk up to somebody, flip the hourglass, and walk away. That's it. TikTok. TikTok. It's so simple. Or have somebody getting dressed in the locker room and when they pick up their ring gear, when they pick up their tights, underneath their tights, there's the hourglass and it's yeah, ticking it's away. Something. It's so yeah, easy. It's, it's so easy. Yeah, my, my face was moist during that segment. Not because I'm moist baby love and I'm a part of the moist movement, but I was crying. I was crying because that is terrible. Uh, that is terrible. Now that I kind of know where your mind was at when I said that, Lasipe, so... I'm gonna go ahead. Oh well, you know you ain't gotta feed into it. You know, just listen to what I say and bypass it. You know, but yeah, my face was moist because I was crying during that segment. It's just it's sad. I don't even know. I don't even know who Carrying Cross is anymore. I'm not even calling him that anymore. His name is KK. I'm I'm cross dresser because what they got his ring gear looking like is just not right. Put a whip in his hand and 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 a gag ball in his mouth, and he he's set to go. Yeah, well, yeah. That his whole call up was stupid, but that's another. You thing. take away Scarlet and the Fog, and you give them a combination between Jason Voorhees and uh, Demolition, 
because yeah, that's, dude, that's that's compatible. That's what I was getting. Man looked like He Man, except his hair is a helmet. He he looked like something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but like I was saying, so we we're talking about Hope. Now this is one of my favorite shows is NXT, but unfortunately the direction is going down and scaring the hell out of me because this was actually good TV. But now I don't know what's happening. Any Rose, any anything stick out to you in NXT? Um, you know, already know what I'm going to point out. Go for it. That's my favorite segment. Ah, Jesus! <laughs> All right, Kevin. Uh, I'm not sure if you're going to do the bachelor you know, party. You know, you know what? No, that that Love is it. that was that that was genius. Yes! Oh my god, it you was were... so good. Yeah. You want to talk about me and pranking people? I almost, almost printed out that invitation and mailed it to you just to be an <laughs> asshole. I almost did it. But I was just like, I ain't fit to waste my paper on this shit. <laughs> and and Kevin, just to just to be clear, I'm hating on it because I'm a heel and I don't like to see good shit happen for good people and stuff. And I, I mean, it's, it's entertaining, but it's just like, ugh, I hate it for losing. It is the part of it is it is the part of sports entertainment that I think they got right. Yeah. Everybody is buying into the index wedding. Everybody is buying into these skits. Everybody wants Johnny just to accept uh, Dexter Loomis. It is awesome. It is the best thing they had since Otis and Mandy Rose. I can't yeah. oh, wait I for oh, Austin I to come back and destroy everything about this. And he will. Who, Austin oh, Perry? Austin, Austin, hurry up. Hurry up. I don't know if he's coming back. back. I don't think he is. Kevin, that man ain't fine, really so he better come back and destroy this back. wedding or else I'm really going to hate everything about this. Everything. Everything. Okay, that's why I'm here to balance it out. I love it. I love, I love it. it, but I could see I could see Austin Theory's music hit uh-huh. when the when the preacher man says, "Does anybody have any objections?" I could see Austin Theory pulling some shit. That's the kind of stuff WWE would do when we when we have something that we like, when we have something that we have going on. But then again, it could leak because Austin Theory, despite the shit that he's done, being a dumbass, he's actually a fairly talented wrestler. By the way, yeah. am I allowed to curse on here? Yes. yes. Oh yeah. I probably should have asked first, so for that I apologize. Um, but uh Austin Theory's a very talented wrestler, and, and I think a feud between him and Dexter Loomis would be fine, but where does that lead? Neither one of them have a championship, neither one of them have anything valuable. What is Austin Theory gonna do? I loved her all along and I want the rights to to Indy Hartwell, and I, I'm telling Whoa. you guys right now, that, that's what I called it. Don't, what? I want Whoa. it now. Thanks, Hill. I want it. <laughs> Give me that, the that's really, that's really Give me the, the only, That's the only direction they have to go if they choose to do that, because what other stakes are on the line? What, what else is going to buy you into this? Like I said, there are no championships. There's nothing nope. else to put on the line aside from Indy Hartwell. Yeah, see, we're going to find out about this tomorrow, because, you know, NXT 2.0. Uh, 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 all right Rose. i will say this aside from that my most enjoyable moment um msk has really grown on me i i am a bigger fan of imperium um but i do love uh what msk is doing i love the fact that wwe is acknowledging a tag team who were successful on another platform and didn't just decide to bury them because hey you might have been big over here but this is wwe and we're gonna shit on you just to show you our guys are better I like that they gave them the push. I like what they're doing. They're staying relevant. They're staying entertaining. Um, but aside from that, I do believe that Imperium and the Grizzled Young Vets are the two money tag teams, and they both can be future Hall of Famers if built right. 
neither one of those teams can ever be faces because they're so damn good at being heels. They're so good. And they're such good wrestlers. But Rose is very few things that you get excited about when we're on air. So go ahead and 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 just tell us how happy Thanks, you are. Thanks, Max. About, I was about to go right back to it. I was like, no, I mean, I I'm just, I mean, well, damn, Hill Kevin because kind of killed it for me. <laughs> uh, I don't want Thank that you. to happen. Thank no, you, I I really don't. Give but I mean, it can swing the other way where he can interrupt the wedding because he wants Dr. Loomis for himself. Whoa, I think, I think it might. I think it might actually come down to now that Dexter and Johnny are becoming friends. I think that's kind of where he'll go is, I was Johnny's friend first. Um, how are you going to kick me out and take him and stuff you know like that? Did? So, yeah, so then when five, but, but wouldn't that lead to Theory versus Gargano then and not Theory versus Loomis? And I'll take that. Yeah, everyone wanted that in the first place. Didn't as they? long as this shit gets ruined in the process. Just as no, long as no. just as long as index is still intact, I'll take it. Look, but... Mac, I'm gonna give you a little glimpse of hope. Name one wrestling wedding that went off without a hitch. Not none. Okay, so no, you might get what you want. Ma- macho, no. Nah. No, nah, even Ma- well, wait. Macho I mean, they did. said I do, but he still got bit by the snake afterwards. That Nothing is true. Ever, there's never a happy ending <laughs> in wrestling weddings. Ever. Damn it. Can you just let me have this one? Ever. Well, no. I mean, they might say I do, but there might be something that happens after that kills me. All right. That's, well, that's, they're both that's, getting cake smashed in their face. That's not big enough. I mean, it's not big enough. It's it's gonna be a part of everything. I mean, if Indy Indy Hartwell has anything to do with it, it won't be the wedding cake. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Listen, sir. <laughs> We're she wild on here, but we ain't gonna be talking about ass eating. Oh, <laughs> you took it there. You <laughs> That's there. what he was talking about. Oh, he was talking about cupcakes and strawberry no, shortcake. Hey. Cupcakes and strawberry cupcakes. I'm a heel, damn it. I know a heel when I see one. It could have been. I know a heel when I hear one. I know what you meant. <laughs> and and the way she be smacking that man's ass makes me uncomfortable. Why? It's just, it, it just I, it, it just makes me I don't know. It just I told me, you to get ready for it. And you I'm, know it's actually slowed down since you said that. So I, I've actually oh like, let I, me make another phone I, call. I, I, I rub I rub on H's butt now instead of smacking it all the time because every time I smack she smack back and I'll be like wait a minute this is not how the game goes. I think I need to make another phone call. Nah 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 no phone calls no phone calls no phone calls no phone calls. All right so Kevin question. Carmelo Hayes, are you a fan or not a fan? Fucking sold. Okay, he's one. He 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 is one of my favorites on the brand outside of Hit Row. This I man, think, I, I, I think I, he can. Um, I think he's a really good guy to kind of. I, I I think he's a young Adam Cole. Um, yeah. I think he's a great talent. I think he's a phenomenal talent. I think he's gonna get good matches out of anybody. And when you are, when you are. When you are the when you are a wrestling company in the pool with another wrestling company, I'm not going to say who's on top and who's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's be honest: when you're competing with another show, a guy like Carmelo Hayes can do a lot for your brand, a lot, a, a lot for what you're trying to do. And they have a lot of young guys who they can really build a roster around and and, and really step into that limelight and, and pick up the slack for the guys who just left. You know, Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, and and, and guys like that. Right. Now we have Samoa Joe on the shelf and, and stuff like that. So 
when you have a guy like Carmelo Hayes and Austin Jones and, and all these other guys, they really have the talent to make NXT special and keep it special as it has been. The only problem is now Vince is getting his grummy little paws all, all over mm-hmm. NXT. That's what I was just about to And um, it's going to be the land of giants again. It, it's it's going to be... So? Yeah, I, I don't think Carmelo Hayes is going to get a fair shake. If, if Vince has anything to do with it, I don't think Carmelo Hayes gets a fair shake. I really don't. And it's, it's, yeah, that's it's sad because me, the man's so talented. Speaking yeah, of NXT... What I don't like. Shout outs to uh, Triple H. Get well, man. Yes. Get well, get well. But yeah, NXT is in bad hands. It's it is in bad hands. And you you want to know what's crazy? They didn't even make any acknowledgement other than the promo commercials that they've been showing that the brand was changing on air. No goodbye, black and gold brand. None of that, which made me feel like maybe NXT is getting another show. But when they finally came out and said Tuesday, I was like, well, they're not getting another show. They're really going to rebrand and repackage all of this, but. Y'all give no homage to the black and gold brand whatsoever on the last episode that we're ever going to see with them having the black and gold brand. It hurt my heart. It did. Well, I mean, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, that hope for NXT, I no longer have it. Like, you you change it, you make it high dyeish, whatever you want to call it. Let's call it what it is. It's rainbow. Yeah, thank you. I'll take that. Let's let's call it what it is, boys. It's rainbow. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. But I'm not... I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but mm-hmm. we've got to get, we have to get away from, we live in a time now where everybody's so afraid to hurt other people's feelings and we got to make sure everybody feels involved and we got to make sure this, make sure that. Look, stop it. Stop. Stop. This PC shit's got to go out the fucking window. I agree. Clear as day. But, y'all, I had an epiphany watching NXT this week. Did you hurt yourself? Nah, I didn't hurt myself, but I almost did because I, I found her. I fucking found her. Oh. Carmen San Diego is in fucking NXT. I said Hold that thought. Hold that thought because Ro- Rosa, that's that's what she calls Electra is Carmen San Diego. So. Oh man, yeah. she had on the fit to prove it. I she said, did. There you are. There oh, you are. I've been looking for you, Carmen Electra. I mean Carmen San Diego. I'm gonna call her every name but except for what her real name is. Cause I I I ain't sold by her. I ain't yeah, I ain't buying it. And I don't like her a part of uh, Legato del El, whatever the rest of the name is. Legato I don't. I, the only man that I like is King Cuerno, and he needs to separate himself from the rest of he this do. group and go do great things. Yep. So, Kevin, here, here's here's my thing, and this is what I'm worried about. They got, a, like you said, there's so much talent in NXT, but this whole new direction is scaring because Odyssey's Odyssey, Duke Hudson, Carmelo, like Diamond Mine, even what they got going with that, that's fire. Like they got, there's so much talent. But you know, we shout just, out to my boy Joshua Hawkins signing his NXT contract. Yep, respect. Like I don't, I don't get it. Like where is this come? Where is this show gonna go? I, it honestly feels like they were, they were stocking up the arsenal. They were building up the uh, the bomb shelter. They had all their weapons in place. They were stocking up on every weapon they could possibly think of. And um, now they're just going to sit on the shelf and not do anything. Yes. Yeah, like, but see, you mean saying putting it on the shelf, like this whole women's tag team title, like, can we get rid of it? Because it's not doing, it's not, it's not being elevated. It's not doing nothing for TV time. Well, like, that's because. <clears throat> That's because over the course of time, we found out that Vince gives zero fucks about two things, tag team wrestling and women's wrestling. So when you throw those two together, he really don't give a shit. 
true. That's true. That is true. Which is a shame. Just, I, I'm a fan of female wrestling. I'm a fan Man. of tag team wrestling. I love tag team wrestling. Yep. Um, but when you have a guy who doesn't care about women's wrestling or tag wrestling, what makes you think he's going to give a shit about women tag team wrestling? They had it right a long time ago when the the main roster women tag team championships were being defended on all three brands. They should have never got rid of that. They should have never bought in the women's See, they NXT said that. tag titles. Like they, they said that, but how many times did those women tag teams go to NXT? What, like twice. Twice. Twice, twice I think. And I don't think they were even defended, but it's like, why move away from that? Keep that and because that that gives more contenders for the championship. Like we all feel like there should be one tag team title in WWE. I like, agree. They need to go back to that. There should keep, be one title. All go back and forth to the shows, make it more interesting or whatever. But Jesus Christ, like what a way to to to, to waste talent. Like oh, oh, world wasted entertainment. Like that they just they they hoard talent. Well, not anymore recently, but then they just waste what they have. Like even with what they have, they don't push. Aside from SmackDown, I'm only truly excited about one thing right now. And that is, what is going on with Elias? Yeah, uh, you know, we've been trying to figure that out. with this I am, I am interested. I am invested. I want it. I'm here for all of it. Please don't screw this man up. He is doing great vignettes. He it is. is. This is the most I've cared about Elias since he debuted. You guys have something special. Let this man run with it. Keep your freaking fingers off of it and let him put asses in seats. Yeah, I'll present this one question. What if Elias is not dead? I mean, he's clearly not dead. Right. Well, yeah, 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 obviously. But I'm just saying the whole character standpoint. What if it's just going to be the same old Elias? And we, I mean, not to say that the what Elias was beforehand was bad because it was great. It was they amazing. will drop the ball faster than they did with uh, Dean Ambrose's return. Oh, yeah. oh my God! They dropped that ball in like a week and a half. Oh, no, like oh my eight. God! Oh, that was terrible. I, I ain't never seen Dean come back so jacked, and then he looked so regular midway through that 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 whole. Oh my God! I don't even want to talk about that. But WWE does what they want to fucking. And I'll agree with you. We all agree with you, Kevin. Like, SmackDown is the best yeah, show that's, going. That's the best show going. Best show going. Well, I mean, all right. So, we're NXT. Like I said, it, it was it's just a meh. Like, it wasn't nothing really stood out, you know, except Carmelo. I'm a big fan of his. Talk about him every week. The Creed Brothers are something interesting. Um, I don't know what direction they're trying to go with them, but they're definitely trying to build them. Finally. They're finally getting down my mind right. Finally. But I still want Michael Bivens out. Yeah, they do. They, that, that needs to go. I'm not a fan of him. Not a fan. Y'all, y'all don't like drinking poison. Oh, Listen, you did this a couple of episodes ago, and you ain't gonna do it again. Okay, stop bringing in the things that I enjoy most in life and connecting it to this bald headed little man. Listen, little, never trust a big a head and a smile. I'm telling no, y'all, no. he's poison. Like, no. I don't like him. Ninja Turtle with a goatee is out of here. Okay. Goatee, turtlenecks. You can't insult my Ninja Turtles like that, man. Right. See, 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 see. I'm not going to stand for that. I'm not going to stand for that. You see, you see what's happening? It's coming on to me naturally. And it's Rose's fault, okay? It really Taking all the things that I enjoy and connecting it to this. You got one more time to insult something I love, and I'm going to show you viewers who the real heel is, I promise. 
hey, bring bring all the hell you want. Bring all the hell you want. You might have to come back for another episode, or maybe I gotta come on your podcast and show you. Why I gotta embarrass you in front of your viewers again? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, now I know, I know, I know. There's two listeners that's gonna be talking shit off of this, but that ain't enough to be talking shit off of. But see, I'm a heel because I'm a true bad guy. You're a heel because just like the two ends of a loaf of bread, no one cares about you. Hmm. Hmm. We're going to revisit that because I'm not sure if that actually is connected and it actually works. You know what I'm saying? And I eat the the butt ends of the bread because I'm from the hood. You feel me? So, you know, you make a sandwich out of anything. As long as I got bread, I don't even care if I got one half. Yo, mom bread. in the other room, you better not throw that damn bread away. <laughs> man, man. Trust I me, I know. I know. I, man, you, 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 you eat everything. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That ain't, that ain't why I'm a hill, but we'll get to that. You you getting you getting there. You getting kind of you like lukewarm right now. You ain't you ain't jabbed at me just yet. Oh, so I'm already hotter than you. Keep coming. Keep coming. Uh, well, um, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so with that, here's here's my one my my biggest thing that worries me. I guess they're gonna turn Ember heel. Is what I'm seeing. Because that's the only thing that's really left for her to do in NXT. Because they're not gonna give her the title. They're not gonna give her. She's already won the tag title, so like there's really nothing else for her to do on that brand. She won't be good at that either. She could go in the ring, but that's about it. She does. She doesn't have any. To me, she has no character. Like it's it's just. She has more character than Raquel does, because I can't. Oh stand my god! Her. Every <clears throat> Hill Kevin has more character than her. Like mm. oh my gosh! Like nobody's making it. Nobody's making it. Not even Ember. I I don't know what they're doing with her next. I I know Carlton ain't talking to me about character. No, he did not. <laughs> Have you no, seen some not. of my pictures? Joe been sending you pictures. <laughs> hey, no, no bullshit, no bullshit. This weekend alone, I've been doing the whole little sweater thing around the shoulders and tying it with monotica oh, photos no. and everything. You are doing the content, man. Oh man. Oh I, yeah, I, you're you're even, a real even, heel. Please, please tell me again how heel you are, homie. <laughs> even it's even H unusual. was like, even H was not like, unusual. oh, is this your look now? I said, you know what I'm saying? You got to distract them sometimes. Can't let them see see it coming. So he on yeah. the podcast talking about, oh, I'm a true heel. But come Monday morning, he's on he's on hole nine at, at the Dagum Country Club. I'm a man that can play many characters to get what I get what I want. So you know, if I got to make it happen, I'm gonna make it happen. Oh my lord! And that's the difference between me and you. You playing a character, and I am a character. Are you really? Are you really? The are you really? Damn, I should have made some tea. I remember when my comebacks were asking the same question three times. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Well, I mean, it sounds like we really ain't got no too much to talk about with NXT, except you know, before we transition to SmackDown, Samoa Joe did vacate the title. Um, Jesus I, I, Christ! Stay I, healthy, Joe. Stay healthy, man. Robbing are we sure? So are we sure? Sick. Are we sure it's it's Joe not saying healthy, or is it WWE medical again? Because I mean, look at all the people they said would never wrestle again. And they're wrestling again. Daniel Bryan, Edge, Paige came back. Uh, uh, Sheamus uh, had a career-ending injury. Right, and he's back. So I'm not. I'm not too sure whose part it's on. But I know if it's WWE, they better. They either better shape up or ship out because Joe will go somewhere else. Yeah, and he probably will. Joe had a chance to go somewhere else. Why did he come back so quick? Because Triple H reached out to him in less than 48 hours of him being released. That is the only reason why. Yeah. Triple H was topping that man off quick. Triple H, ri- Triple H called him and said, please don't do anything. I've got you. And he sat still and came back. Well, see, again, 
to me, I, I, I like Triple H. I, I think he should be the one running WWE, but you know, I, don't, I think Vince is never going to give up that control until he actually passes away. But WWE's losing. Selling to Disney. Uh, you think uh, he's going to sell it? What? Absolutely. Vince is all about that dollar bill. And like I said, entertainment. Disney is at the top of entertainment right if now. If Vince trusted Triple H and Stephanie at mm-hmm. all, he'd already be gone. Already. Wow. The man's over 70 years old going to all these towns. You think he really wants to do that? You think Linda wants him doing that? You think his family wants him doing that? Nope. Absolutely not. If he had any faith in Triple H or Stephanie, which he should, he I'll should. be the first to say it, which he should, nope. if he had any faith whatsoever, that man be on an island somewhere counting his freaking money. But no, he doesn't trust anybody. He so it's either even, him or it's nothing. He doesn't even have faith in his own genetics. The man gets mad when he grows a beard. Like, <laughs> what else is there to really say about this? The man just, uh, he just got to, he got to sit down, sit down. Well, tag here's somebody a question. Be, be, before we go to SmackDown, here's the question. Will WWE continue to fall or will it, will it actually rise? WWE will be the same thing it's always been until he sells it to somebody else. I think every time it rises 10 feet, it's going to drop 12 feet. So it's going to be a slow digression. We'll see little glimpses of a hope here and there. But it'll be followed by immediate depression, digression, and regret. On to SmackDown. On that note, to me, I think this is the best show they have, hands down. This was the this was the first episode of SmackDown, um, where overall the episode had me excited. Yeah. Um, I've really bought into the bloodline. I've bought into Roman Reigns. I think the shirt they have now is a stroke of freaking genius. That shirt is badass. They've marketed them well. They've they've done very well with them. Um, I love this. Uh, I love this um, thing between Roman and uh, Brock and Heyman. Um, I think there's not a better person to uh, be in the mix of these two than Heyman. Um, I think this was Heyman's goal all along. Um, but what they did with Edge and, and Rollins, I thought was amazing. What they did with the tag titles, I thought was great. Um, Overall, from from start to finish, I thought this was a solid episode of SmackDown, and this is that glimpse of hope I was talking about. We get a really good episode of SmackDown, and now it's going to go back to the Roman Reigns show. I've said it a million times. There are only two stars on SmackDown. There are a lot of people with the potential to be stars, but there are only two true superstars on SmackDown right now, and that is Roman Reigns and Pat McAfee. Yeah, as you can tell, we are we are McAfee fans. That was the once he got to SmackDown, I was like, "This is the smartest move they've done." When that man sat on Michael Cole's head, I yeah. lost my shit. And he was already taking it to a level, another level before that. So he—he's he, he's, Pat McAfee is greatness. Uh, he's all yeah. better, healthy now. He's back on TV. Love to have him here. Pat Mac Pat McAfee is is the shining example of just because you're behind the commentator table doesn't mean you have to stay behind the commentator table. Yeah. He probably pisses pisses Vince off the most. Probably, and I'm here for it. I'm keep being you, Pat. Keep doing you. I love your shit. You made me forget all about Corey Graves, who used to be one of the best commentators that WWE had. You've taken his place. From Bullshit. Who? Who was better than Corey before Pat came, or is Corey still up there for you? Everybody was better than Corey. Oh, that's a tough one. Gorilla Monsoon was better than Corey. Well, I'm not going that far back. You feel me? I'm talking about in the age of where Corey Graves came nah, in I'm, at and what's coming after him. Obviously, I, I, he'll I'm never re- be better. Re- 
Corey I'm just ribbing, man. I think Corey was great. Um, I think they, I think they uh, messed up by letting um, what was the dude's name that I always can't pronounce. Um, what Adnan Verk? No, uh, Romero or Mello or something like that. Oh, uh, Mar- yeah. Mar- Mar- yeah, Mar- 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 I think him, Corey Graves, and Pat McAfee are the best commentators they had since the King and uh, Jr. pairing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Yeah. They they dropped the ball with Morrow. Big you time. put Morrow on color and you leave the other two on play by play. It's freaking fantastic. Oh man, that's, uh, that's a team right there. Probably yeah, not a popular, probably not a popular opinion, but I love JBL on commentary too. He was edgy though. He was edgy. He always pushed the envelope. Always pushed the envelope. But uh, Corey Graves is like a new age Bobby Heenan to me, which I like. But he's just not a coward. But he's become systematic now. He's not the original Corey Graves that he used to be in NXT. He he's a company man. That's Carmella's fault. He doesn't he doesn't shine. Hey hey hey! The most beautiful woman in all of mm-hmm. WWE. You mm-hmm. keep her out of this, okay? No, I won't. no, no. I can't stand Carmella. She she could have been let go. I, was that segment even needed when no. she was there and Liv was there and we were there and. We were all asking, "Why are we here? Why are you there? Why? What was the point of that? Was there any? None. At all. Well, so the outside of you know the opening, there's two matches I want to talk about: Edge versus Seth. Awesome match. Was this the right finish though? Rose. Hundred percent. Okay, Kevin says yes. Rose, what about you? It keeps the story going. I'm. I'm yeah, it keeps the story going. I mean, I've said my opinion on Seth. This whole I don't know how to feel right now just gave me very much psycho vibes. Like, serial killers have no emotions. So when he blacks out and he doesn't understand, like, remembers what he does in the ring, that is another layer of his character that I'm just kind of like, interesting. It adds another layer to Seth that we haven't seen before. It makes Seth fresh again. It makes us you know, feel something towards Seth. If Edge wins, the feud's over. But yeah. Edge losing the way that he did and the, and them playing Seth the way that they did, it does more for Seth. It does more for the business. It does more for SmackDown. Because now you have somebody who, if you continue to run this train, um, when he finally does cross paths with Roman, you don't know if he's going to win or not. You don't know if Roman's going to clutch this one or not. It, it, it does something for Seth. That Seth needed done. All the time Seth Rollins has been hot, it's been on the heels of something big that happened. Turning on the shield, going against um, Lesnar at WrestleMania, and now we have this where where he beats Edge. Um, a lot of people call it 50-50 booking, and I understand 50-50 booking is something that we don't really like, that we don't really care for, but there are times where 50-50 booking is needed to continue right. a feud, to continue the longevity between two characters. You have Edge goes away for a while. You have Seth Rollins who comes in and rides this wave. I mean, who knows where this ends? We don't know. And, and the best thing they did was remove Edge because now we know the rivalry's not done, but right. you can stop it for two months because Edge is quote unquote healing. And when he comes back, we're all right back to where we stopped, where we left off. And Edge is perfect on his comebacks too. Perfect. And two and months down the line, I was going to say two months down the line, Edge does come back. How does this end? Because there has to be there's the this has to end. We can't. I don't see this continuing for two more months. Seth has to go over, in my opinion, because I mean, Edge. Ed, it's great to have Edge back. 
but Edge doesn't need it. He got the win that he did need, which was at SummerSlam, and oh, so grateful to have been there and seen that brood entrance. I still can't get over it. Oh, it's so amazing. But yes, Edge don't need none of this. He he he's just here to enjoy being a wrestler, I guess, in a company that's always had his back and always will have his back. So that Seth has to go over on, on at, at the end of the day. Perfect place for it to end is at TLC. Rollins gets a win over Edge in Edge's match. Ooh. Mm. And hopefully that's right before the draft and Edge goes over to Raw. That's the well, perfect the way. Thing, the they they can't draft. still be on the same show after that match. No, nah, they can't. I think I think the draft's supposed to be October 1st and the 4th. So if that when? still if that happens, then that would be good. I see. I like that. Well, time's going to tell with that one. I do think Seth needs to be the next one to face Roman after he goes through Brock and Finn. But um which is a shame. It's it's not a it's a shame and it's not a shame all in the same sense. Like kudos to Finn Balor for being one of these appetizers and one of these meals that's getting fed to Roman, especially bringing back the demon character. I hate that they feeding the demon to him, but looking at everything that they've been feeding Brock, you had to see that it was coming. The demon's just, overrated. Oh. It is. I agree. <laughs> Thank the demon's God. already lost. What makes the demon special? Right. And and Balor, Balor did the most damage to the demon character, in my opinion, with the promo that he shot. He yeah. said, I created the demon. So if you're afraid of the demon, what do you feel toward the man who created it? That one promo showed us that the prince, mm. who he should have stayed, was more dominant than the demon because he created right. the demon. So yeah. therefore, that makes him more powerful than the demon. I could see if the demon was still undefeated, but he's not. He's not. He's not. And, and the way that they've been booking Finn without him being a demon kills all of that. He he probably should have never said that in that promo, and it probably it would have. He should have just stayed the, the prince. Yeah. He should have stayed prince. He should have stayed Prince Balor. He should have stayed that way because. He hasn't done a promo against the Prince yet. He hasn't shot the Prince in the foot. The Prince was red hot in NXT, came back, yep. got the NXT championship, mm-hmm. dropped it to Karrion Cross. but at the time, that was the smart play. Mm-hmm. He should have just stayed. He should have stayed gone and just showed up as the Prince, not the Demon. I, I, I truly believe the Demon. You know the perfect place for the Demon? The perfect place for the Demon to come back was at WrestleMania in the Fatal 4-Way Ladder Match for the Intercontinental Championship. You're on the grandest stage of them all, going for a title, and you don't whip out the demon. What the fuck is your problem? That would have been awesome. WWE is really good at killing characters. Yes. I will say that. And right now, the demon's overrated. It's nostalgic. That's a a sad thing, though, to see how how high the demon was and and how great the demon was. Yep. Oh, man. What? I was gonna say what a way to kill it, but they already know. My house is wired, so they hear it. They hear what I'm saying. Well, I mean, so the only other match I wanted to talk about was the Street Profits and Usos for that tag for the tag titles. I, I at some point, do the Us, do the Usos lose these belts, or do you see them keep them? No, nah, they, they should have lost them right there. They lose. So that's Roman's got to go to another level, and and for him to go to that next level, they need to fall off program with what Roman has got going on. When need, when you see what's going when you see what's going on with Brock right now, right, and Brock coming back and and the possibility of Roman losing Heyman, now now is the time that the Roman Empire needs to crumble. You need to see him truly tested. You need to see him with his back against the wall. How do you do that? You stack the deck against him. He loses Heyman, or or Heyman steps away because he doesn't want to be caught in the middle. 
Uh, you take the titles off of his cousins. Now it's all on Roman. Roman's back's against the wall. He has to keep the food on the table for the family. You have everything else fall around him. That way, when he beats Brock, it's that much more meaningful. And it gives him it gives him the right to say, look, I am the tribal chief. I'm the one who, who won my match. You guys lost yours. I think it would have added a lot more to the Roman storyline if, if they would have lost the titles on Friday. So I get cool. that that Roman is trying to like protect family and all that and their, and everything, but he should have just let him loose. Let him loose. Stop stop saving their ass. Stop saving them. They are not elevating those belts at all. Um, I think they need to lose it. Just the problem is they're trying to use Roman to elevate all three titles, and he can't. Yeah, he can only elevate the one he's carrying. He he cannot elevate all three titles. He cannot keep four people relevant. And, and my biggest thing is why the fuck is Roman talking when he has the best talker to ever be in pro wrestling, probably aside from Bobby the Brain Heenan. Right. <coughs> you have Paul Heyman. Why does Roman still get a microphone? You got you got to admit though, Roman has been good. Roman's been on point. Roman's been, been on point. He's, he's, he's been better. This he's been better than he's ever been. But yes, I agree. You have Paul. But when you're under the learning of Paul Heyman, how do you fuck that up? Yeah. Maybe maybe it's Paul that. advising him to step That's into what I'm saying. role more. That's what I'm saying. Paul is so good, he makes everybody around him look good. And when you're mm-hmm. the closest person to Paul, you can't do anything but get better. True. Paul is one of the greatest minds ever in wrestling. He 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 if if, if there was a rush a Mount Rushmore of great minds in wrestling, Paul would probably have his head up there twice for me. Roman still got out promoted by John Cena though. Yes, uh, that he part. did. That's that's facts. Roman had one line. Roman had one line, and it wasn't even a good one. It's just one we never thought we'd hear on WWE television. He had one line that made everybody go, "Oh shit, he's I mean, edgy." But no, was he not missionary? Edgy. Was he not spitting <laughs> facts about Cena saying the same shit over and over, which is what Cena was doing? We was he not saying? Was he not saying this? Was he not critiquing Cena for doing the same thing he did? Oh, your music's the same. Last time I checked, he's the only person from the Shield who kept that music. Your look is the same. Last I checked, he's the only person who kept the Shield attired. That wasn't his fault. Oh, your that was, doesn't that, matter. That, that was it a, doesn't that was, matter. That was a in the perception in the perception of the fans until Paul Heyman came along. Roman was Roman from the Shield the entire time. Seth changed. Uh, Dean changed. Now they, Mox changed. They were, but Roman to. stayed the same. And so because how can that's what Vince wanted. That's that's fine, even if it wasn't his fault. What I'm saying is perception, perception of the fans, we all see as everything he called Cena out for, he could have said the exact same thing about himself. I kind of feel like Roman, uh, this shit that John Cena was talking about Roman could have been said about John. So really, awesome. if, 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 if Cena out-promoed him, I'm looking at it as a Spider-Man, Spider-Man meme. Like not, not, not even close. Thing, though, See, but... this is this is why you're wrong. This is why you're wrong, because Cena was hot for a decade without a manager. He was hot without Heyman. He was hot without the W without uh, without a faction, without the bloodline, without his family. He ran that shit fucking solo. And I am not a John Cena fan. Let me make that very clear. I am not Cena was a, a John was a Cena system. fan. He was a system. He 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 he, he was a perfect fit. To an already made system, so I won't give all that credit to John Cena. He just came in at the right time. As far exactly as Roman goes, needed. as far as Roman goes, like I said, he had that one line. Well, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Doesn't mean he's good. 
and I'm, I'm just talking about the promo. That's all I'm talking about is the promo. He got outworked on that microphone by John Cena, hands down. Well yeah. said, Kevin. Well said. Um, well, all we got left to talk about is AEW. So, so, Mac, floor is yours, man. What's stuck up? Man, oh, my God. Okay, I missed the episode after the all-out pay-per-view. I will say this. Fucking Lucha Brothers. I told y'all before this match, but when this match was, was, was taking place, I told y'all, title change. It needs to happen here. It's going to happen here. So glad that it did. Everything, we all said that. We all every, said that, bro. Everything about that match, from the, from the entrances all the way to the finish, I fucking loved it. I, now, y'all know I li- we listen to wrestling themes all the time. We talk about it all the time. I, bunch, I, 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 I bump they, they, they joint all, all the time. Not as much as I bump it now, though. Just that the only thing that I could have did without during that performance of an entrance was probably everybody that was in the background dancing. I, I could have did yeah, without. Yeah, the dancers made no sense. I could have dealt without Pentagon bleeding all over his daughter. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he wanted really... to give her a hug. I mean, what can he do about that? And they were trying to rush him out of there. And he's like, no, I want to celebrate with my family. So, I mean, kind of sick when you look at Send it at the end of the day. Day. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 but that 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 entrance, oh my god, and y'all know I'm a music man, I do music, I make music, I, I have shows, perform, all that. I loved everything about that shit. It was so hot that it 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 drove it drew, drew drew the crowd in, first of all, that to the point to where Penta and Ray came out, that was probably the biggest pop of the night to me. It it was just so electric, and you know they came through with the entire the the attires and everything. It was all on point. I loved it, and they performed all the way to the ring, to the point to where they didn't even get a they they got their intro after the performance, and the crowd was still going wild. That was some that was the best shit that AEW have, have ever put together in my opinion. That entrance alone, not even to speak on the six star seven star match. I think uh, Uncle Dave gave it a five point seventy five or something like that. That yep. shit was the best match of the year for me. Like that, oh my god! But oh, so many spots, so many spots. Spot fest, I don't give a fuck. I loved it. I loved everything about it. And the right team won. The right fucking team won. I just hope that they do great things because the last time I said they need to put these titles on on the Lucha Brothers and just let them face the whole division, and now they get the tag team division back back to where it's supposed to be. But ah, oh, wonderful shit. Pro pro wrestling is on fire. On fire, AEW. Well done, well done. You're doing good for yourself. Keep doing good for you. Don't listen to nobody else, and keep doing your shit. I I just want to highlight a few things from Dynamite. Uh, Rose and Kevin, you guys definitely chime in. For me, I want to highlight the opening match, which was Malachi versus Dustin. I love Malachi's character. I'm just curious. Is it? It looks like it's going to end up being Malachi versus Cody. Two. Does Cody win it? Or does Malachi finally just end it and Cody retires? Cody shouldn't retire, but he does need to win. Rose? Huh? <laughs> oh. Act um, like you care. Cody. I have to act like I care. Yeah, act I guess. like you okay. care. Um, Cody, yeah, I agree. Cody needs to lose Um, this whole not I mean, putting people over by beating them type deal. It's getting kind of old to me. Um, And Malachi Black deserves this win because he sure as heck, from where he came from, didn't have any. So he deserves the spotlight. Um, All of this intensity needs to 
go and lead to something. Okay. Okay, how'd I do? Is that good? Yeah, it's perfect. All right. Yo, Kevin. Yeah, there's one thing she said that I'm going to disagree with. Um, I do think that Malachi Black needs to win. However, just because you beat somebody doesn't mean you did not put them over. Let's look at Anthony Agogo. Nobody right. knew who the fuck he was until Cody faced him. Cody won, but Cody turned him into a household name with the build and everything they did behind it. So just because you beat somebody doesn't mean you didn't put them over. Um, but as far as Malachi Black and Cody goes, I do think that Malachi needs to win. I think Malachi needs to ride a winning streak. He needs to ride a dominant streak all the way into the TNT t- or the, the world title. I think CM Punk needs to go for the TNT title. Um, but I do think that I do think that Malachi needs to get the win. He needs to get a dominant win, and he should win faster than he did the first time. Yeah, that match against Dustin was too long. He should have destroyed Dustin. But he did say he wanted to prolong it and drag it out and really make him suffer. So I, I get that. But uh, outside of that, like, oh, Malachi. No, absolutely. Um, the only other thing I'll say, because um, it's getting pretty late here, guys. I got to wrap things up, get the kids to bed. Um, but the only other thing I want to say before I go is I love what AEW is doing. I think AEW is operating better than WWE. However, with this show, it almost felt like the show was more geared toward this is what happened at All Out rather than We're our wrestlers. Out. I think Rampage was an amazing show. Having Pack versus Andrade open it up, have the six right. uh, six woman tag match, Adam Cole snapping at Tony Schiavone for getting too close to Britt Baker. I think <laughs> all of that stuff was amazing, um, but I don't think that this was the best episode of Dynamite because I feel like they they geared it more towards this is what happened all out all out. This is what we're doing moving forward, which is fine. You have to have that, um, but I don't think it was their strongest showing. It wasn't, but can you blame them? For for everything that did take place, no, at absolutely all out, not. You, you definitely can't blame them. You gotta you gotta let them have that episode. No, it you absolutely do. It's it's important because I mean, uh, Daniel Bryan, Dan, Dan, Brian Danielson. There you go. I'm trying to get his name right after all these years of calling him opposite or whatever. But with him coming in, Cole coming in, and, and like I said, when I saw Cole come out the hillside, I already knew he was going. Uh, form up with the rest of the elite, and then you got Daniel Bryan coming back after that. It, it's 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 a time. It is a time. I've never felt like more of a wrestling fan than I do now because of what AEW is doing. Like they're really waking it up inside of me. Like I had all of that shit spoiled for me because I didn't watch it live, and I still popped for it because that's how damn good it still was. Like it's 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 heavy. It's heavy what AEW is doing, and and I love it. I love no. it. It was absolutely fantastic. But, um, guys, I appreciate you letting me come on. I appreciate uh, you guys uh, letting me come on here and, and talk for a little bit. Um, but I got kids. I got to get to bed. They got school in the morning. So I do have to uh, head out. Um, but I appreciate being on the show. And um, I, I really enjoyed it, guys. I really did. We appreciate having you on, too, man. It was a pleasure. We definitely got to do this again. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. If you guys are if you guys are on uh, Twitch, you can find me at Heel Kevin on Twitch. Uh, just ranked in the top 1% of all Twitch creators. So uh, stop by, talk about some wrestling, and you'll have a chance to win a free belt. Absolutely free. Be like that. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate you. Do you guys have anything you want to bring up for AEW? Man. Uh, man. Like, like, like I said, it's, it's, it's just so much, so much going on with AEW. And I'm excited to see what they do and how they do it, because that's always been one thing that I haven't commended them for was their storytelling. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, 
so much greatness to be had. So much greatness to be had. Um, MJF, wow. I'll just say, wow. He doesn't wrestle a lot, but when he does, perfection. Uh, right. His his character is, is probably one of the best that I've seen. He's he's practically one of the better heels in all of wrestling. Uh, give me a heel that's been better than MJF and don't say wrong. Uh, no, I was going to say, in my book, MJF, he's the number one heel in wrestling right now. Yeah, you, you, There's nobody better than MJF. And he's so young. He's only yeah. going to get better. That's the scary part about it. He's only going to get better. Um, I hope he just does great things forever because he he deserves it. So deserves it. Um, man, outside outside of that and uh, the Lucha Bros, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I, mean, I don't really have anything. I'm excited to see Adam Cole and what he does next. But what I want to see in the future is him and Kenny bumping heads. I don't know if that's gonna happen right away. It's, it's, gonna it's not gonna happen cool. right away, but it should definitely happen. It should definitely happen. And, but the if thing he is, bumps heads with anyone, it's gonna be with Don. Oh, uh, not But then, but then, then cool. does Kenny not come to Don's defense? Yeah, maybe not. Well, um, no, you know what? It depends on what Adam says. But here, here's a question. Here's a question. How does? Because we all know that he's going to, or that he should, should I say. How does uh, Kenny Omega lose the AEW Championship, and who does he lose it to? Well, I mean, he's obviously going to face Brian Danielson. I don't know if they're going to give it to him. And, you know, to me, it's either... I want to see it go to Hangman, but it sounds like that's not in the cards. So... I mean, once Hangman comes back, I don't know how they he Hangman is losing a lot of momentum not being on television and cool, but that's not his fault though. Yeah, it's not his fault. Uh, the the birth of his child always right. be there, be there for that. Yeah, but I don't know how they bring him back into the fold at the level that he was on when they cut him off. I don't I don't know how that happened. So it'd be exciting if they brought him in and got him there, but he's pretty much been overshadowed now. Well, yeah, I mean, there, there's the rumor that, you know, Ric Flair should be coming over. Oh, please, God. Uh, Bray should be coming over. Oh, please, God, yes. So, I mean, my thing is if Bray comes over, I hope he takes over Dark Order. Um, because they're in shambles right now, yeah, which is interesting. Are. It really is. Very interesting. They need somebody to come in and get their ass together. So if that's Bray, I'm here for it. And you know what? It should be, and it probably will be, Bray, just because of that relationship between him and Luke. Yeah. It's gotta be. Mm. Yeah. It's, right. it's, it's, it's gotta be. Because if it's not Aleister Black, which I hear Aleister Black wants his own faction, which it shouldn't be hard to get in AEW because his no. faction's all over the place, but he, right. wants, he wants Abaddon, I heard. Um, oh, that makes that damn makes a sense. Lot of sense. She creepy uh, as and, well. and he wants Butcher and Blade. That part Ooh. I don't get. Now see, if they go, if they I'll take it. Him, no, yeah. but see, but that makes, I would love that because that way it gets them out of freaking Matt Hardy's faction. Which is Matt Hardy shouldn't have a faction. Right. <laughs> Matt Hardy is not faction leader material. Speaking Matt, of Matt, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy is barely main event material level. But speaking of Matt Hardy, though, are you prepared for this hair versus hair match? And I hope Matt Hardy loses because it'll be dumb. Same. It'll, like, I don't know. Like, you, Orange Cassidy, like, 
his, you take his hair away and you kind of take a little bit away from Orange Cassidy. Okay. There's not much that makes up Orange Cassidy with, with everything that he does. I mean, it's a lot, but the way it's portrayed is not a lot. Right. But don't take the man's hair. Like He'll look funny with a shaved head with them sunglasses on, giving up three quarters of a thumbs up. Like I, I, I don't see that. So Matt's definitely losing his hair. And hopefully that makes that makes Matt crazy and he goes down a rabbit hole or something and brings Willow back or I don't know. I don't know what the possibilities are, but Matt, I'm tired of seeing Matt. I could just say that, like, just be a manager full time or I don't know. Just I don't know. I'm I'm Matt's losing it. I'm not a fan. Well, you know, I mean, we talked about this about all the shows, but I do want to end on with it with this segment here of there's been some rumors within you know the walls of AEW that Brian Cage's wife Melissa Santos is upset with how he's being booked, and that Andrade's actually unhappy with AEW. What's your thoughts on that? Um, Cage being unhappy, I understand that. I get that because I've yeah. said so many times before that Cage is so much more. Andrade being unhappy, I just kind of feel like Andrade has uh, a certain level of expectations that are probably not being met. And don't get me wrong, Andrade is good. He's great and all that, yeah. but I, I feel like he's he's holding himself to a higher standard than deserves than it deserves to be at this moment. Why do you say that? I I just I don't know. Just the way he comes off to me is just like, huh? I'm supposed to be top of the line. You're gonna give me top of the line instead of like, you know what? I'm here. I just got here. Let me prove myself to the locker room and to everybody else, and let me build it up. He just wants it handed to him, and like. It's it's cool because Chavo's gone. I hope Chavo's gone. I hope he didn't hit him in the mouth for nothing because Chavo wasn't working as a heel manager. You can never believe in Chavo. As a matter of fact, I'm done calling him Chavo. His name is Kermit White. He is the white golf caddy. <laughs> really brought that again. Back. Yeah. And I'm going to take it back even further because the greatest thing Chavo's ever done for me was in WCW when he was rolling around with Pepe, which was yep. a, a mop or whatever it was. But uh, yeah. Outside of that, Curran hasn't been doing anything for me, so he wasn't doing anything here. He wasn't believable. Thank you for getting Vicky away from him, but you weren't much better. Well, he does need a mouthpiece, though. So here's my question, though, because you, you did bring up Chavo. Now, he, you know, the match happened, which I thought was a pretty long match. I got the finish. Cool. But, you know, Lucha Bros come out, you know, their faces. But because Andrade did what he did to Chavo, is he still a heel or is he a, or is he a face? Because that's what I was confused. I was like, oh. I don't know. He he he's See? in the middle of the road because so he hasn't given. I wouldn't even give him a tweener status because he hasn't given enough character work and he hasn't been around that long to be like, oh, you were a heel for two weeks and now you're a face. That's it's it's not believable. He could still be a heel. He just needs a better mouthpiece than Vicky, a better mouthpiece than Curran White. He, he just needs a better white mouthpiece. I don't know where he gets it from or who's going to come in and be that, but he, he, I will say that he's lost in the shuffle and he feels like he shouldn't be lost in the shuffle. 
which is a knock at him because it's like, bro, you just got here. Sit in the back of the bus if they want you to sit in the back of the bus. Earn, so, earn your stripes. So, Mac, I'm going I'm to I'm piggyback on something you just said. You said loss in the shuffle. Do you think with all these new signings and the potential new ones that are coming over to AEW that a lot more superstars are going to be disgruntled and feel that they're going to get left in the loss in the shuffle? I want to say no because it's very easy to not get lost in the shuffle. You just got to know what your deck of card looks like. Like you gotta know how to how to how to how to break them up and and make everything interesting. Like you have so much, just like WWE when they were hoarding everybody. You have so much, they got lost in the shuffle because you did nothing with them, nothing whatsoever. And what you did did with them was killing their character even more so than doing anything with them in the first place. Like, so it's like if as long as they get the storytelling together and they stay on point with that, you no one can ever be lost in the shuffle. Because there's a way to bring up everybody at the same time. Like, if, if a company's on fire, a company's on fire. And that means everybody involved with that company is going to be on fire, too. So just make sure when you're on my screen, you make sense in a character sense. And you, you're you getting your work together in the ring tight. But I, I, I just feel like he, first of all, is, is, is he married to Charlotte? He's married to Charlotte, right? No, they're not married yet. Well, they're getting married, so that proves my point. You know what I'm saying? Right. He he was already in his mind one of the greatest luchadors. And cool, fine, we'll take that. But now he's marrying into a family of conceited-minded individuals. So it's just like I don't care what you think. I know what I'm worth, even if that's more than what everybody thinks that they're worth. So they're gonna push, 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 push for more, even though they don't deserve it. And I just feel like that's what Andrade is doing right now is pushing for more. I and for to 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 put some extras on it, I feel like he's still harboring feelings that he had over in the E. So it's like once he left him over there, he didn't necessarily let go of everything. You feel me? He just went over like and was just like, ha, they didn't treat me good. You better treat me good type thing. But Cage, oh, yeah, dropping the ball with him, dropping the ball all the way with him. Interesting. Uh, to me, I'm just like, you got if I I say if you want that light, you gotta go get that light. He's not willing to work. You gotta work for it. It's not that it's not gonna give it to you. And that I just, this could be just me. People can see it differently, but I feel like he he wants it handed to him, and that's just not that's that's not where it's at. Now I don't know what their contract discussions were, right. or the conversations that were had behind scenes, but. On the screen, that's just what it looks like. Because when he's just standing there letting everybody else talk, you can see you can see it. It's all over him. Yeah, he's, he, he's dripping, give me what I want or else. And the crazy thing is, you don't give a shit about your or else. True. If we were in the position to give a shit about your or else, then we'll give you more. But we could care less about your or else. You could go anywhere you want to if you're not happy. And we got plenty to cover. It, we won't even miss you wouldn't be like he was even here and you know damn well that if he was released or decided to not show up for work or whatever it may be would you be missing anything from Andrade he's sort of kind of like an Alberto Del Rio Jr. yeah I like that comparison I do that's a pretty accurate comparison so that's 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 where I'm at on that but Cage yeah y'all fucking up Major League with Cage if Cage's wife is unhappy, that's because he's unhappy. You know that pillow talk is real. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Pillow talk is real than the motherfucker. So, he, Cage should have been, I mean, they gave Cage a championship that we couldn't even decide was a real championship or not yet. Yep. And, like, pairing him with Taz, perfect. Wasn't nothing wrong with that. Giving Taz a whole faction, something wrong with that. Him, even even with that, tag him up with Ricky Starks. Let them kill the tag team division, which is possible. Would have been possible. What, you want and, Cage and Starks to be in a tag team? Uh, yeah, that it would have been nice. It would it's 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 two different styles of wrestling. They they both hit the mark on their characters. It would have been nice. I can't say the same about pairing them with Hobbs or Hook, but pairing them with with, with Ricky or as uh, Rose would call him. What what do you call him, Rose? Damn, I forgot what I called. Yeah, you shouldn't be calling them that in the first place. Uh, pair pair the both of them together. And yeah, you you got a good you got a good tag team in a great tag team division. But Cage is so damn good, he doesn't even need to be in a tag team or a faction. That uh, man should have had a and, uh, from the Dr Pepper commercial. Ah, sweet mistake, bro. Ah, Jesus, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely Cage should have already been TNT champion. He's a monster, and he for he's he's Brock Lesnar probably. Ooh, I'm gonna go out on the limb and say he's Brock Lesnar to the next level if they let him out, because mm. Brock is a freak athlete. Yes, I think Brian Cage is also a freak athlete, but he's just younger, which is more dangerous than that old man. Yeah. And I love me some Brock. I would never put anybody in the stratosphere with Brock if they don't deserve to be there. But I definitely feel like Cage deserves to be there. And he should be presented as such, no matter where he goes. Well, Rose, before we get out of here, do you, is there anything, any thorns you want to bring up? or? Man, no. I mean, just one as a whole. Just Raw needs to do better because I don't, I don't, this show was just not it. It was not it. Are y'all watching tonight? Or let me rephrase that question because I know y'all watching. Do you want to watch tonight? Not really. I'm not going to lie. Not really. They, they, they took a match that was supposed to be on Extreme Rules and they put it on regular TV. I'm not. Speaking about taking matches off that should have been on air. Y'all see how they play Zelina? Yeah, that was foul. That was foul. Yeah. That and then they also played KO too, because KO had a segment as well that got taken off there. And the reason um, was time. Were they saying, "Oh, it's to, there was time constraints"? Was like, so y'all, y'all ain't got no time for the women in wrestling. See, we only had what part. a contract signing that wasn't even all that. Even though Becky came out in the flyest fur coat that I've seen in quite some time. But yeah, she stole really that from that Morrison. Fur coat. Yeah, well, you, you you got that, and then you had what? Uh, what's the name? What what is her name again? Uh, Tegan Knox and uh, Shotzi. Shotzi. There you go. They're a tag team. Why haven't we seen them? We just well, why are they driving around in a tank backstage? Don't you have women tag team championships? That part. But that's yeah. that's that's all that we got, well, and that yeah. was on the best show that WWE has. Really? I mean, Hill Kevin said it best, man. The things that WWE struggles with the most are tag teams in the women division. That's a sad thing. It is. That is a sad thing. Like, you, you, how 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 long was that? Probably what 
out of a two-hour show, you give us three and a half minutes of women. Yep, that's it. And there's so I'm many. Not wearing bikinis and stuff no more. It doesn't seem you know what I'm attract anyone. I'm not gonna lie. I appreciate Vince McMahon for that time because at that time I was a horny little teenager. So you know I was always excited for that shit. So <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't. As a man, I can't be mad at that. But now that I'm older and I understand things differently, I'm upset about it because you know, stop it's parading. Exploitation, man. Yeah, bad. stop stop parading these women around like this. It's 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 yeah. They don't deserve better. But uh, yeah, I mm, I don't know, I don't know. I guess uh, I'll watch Raw. I won't watch it on time, and I'll even be available to watch it on time. But I won't because what for? Right. I rather start late so I can fast forward through the show. Because if I started on time, then I gotta sit through the whole three hour show, and I'm not willing to do that. So I'll probably chime in like an hour late, or maybe even watch it late tonight. Late, late, late tonight, so that I can fast forward through most of the show because that's what I usually do anyway. Well, I mean, listeners, we get we got a whole new week. Next episode, you know, our general should be back soon. I'm I know we excited about that, but we'll see. Raw should be interesting because, like I said, that that Bobby Lashley and Orton match that was supposed to be Extreme Rules is now on Raw. I don't. And there's gonna be some type of shenanigans that happen. Cause it's still gonna be on extreme rules. Y'all, y'all fall for that shit every time. Not gonna be on the pay per view, but it's on TV now. It, we we never get clean finishes on TV. We are gonna get a, a loopy ass finish, and they are gonna reschedule this match for the pay per view, and it's gonna have a stipulation. It's no stipulation they can really give true. this there, match. None, none of these matches right now for Extreme Rules have a stipulation. So I wonder if it's going to be this week that we get them on. When's the pay-per-view? Um, 21st, I think. Hmm. That's coming up soon. Is it? Yeah, it's, I, no, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, 20. Yeah, twenty. think the 21st. Go to check. Yeah, they got to start. Uh, They got to start naming off stipulations. Soon, so that's that. We'll get stipulations tonight. I'm sure of it. Oh man, you know what? You know what's really gonna be fucked up is if we get. Uh, I'm sorry, so that's damn. Six, so it's in two. It's it's gonna be in two weeks. I was about to say something even worse than what I was about to say. I was about to say Lily versus Charlotte for uh, the Raw Women's Championship, and Lily wins. Oh shit! Um, That'd be nice. <laughs> What? That's not did you what say that would be nice. He did, and it really just fucked up my whole train of thought in my mind. <laughs> no, that would not be fucking nice. I mean, as bad as y'all may want the belt off of Charlotte, really, Lily, really, not on Lily, Lily. I mean, uh, Alexa, no, yeah, no, it's not. It, but I'm saying, it's, but Lily's this is what Alexa, we speak to. So, you know, I'm just saying. You know what? No, if, if they make it Alexa that. versus Charlotte, Alexa wins. I'll be happy because she deserved that title. She would just been doing so much. She need she need to run with it. They gonna yeah, have, why didn't you say that? Why'd you say Lily? They gonna have a Lily. It was a match. joke, y'all. Damn, y'all took me so seriously. Did so serious. <laughs> Real serious. Because of the way Raw is going, we'll do some tomfoolery like that. Oh, God, like how is Charlotte supposed to interact with this dog? I guess we are gonna see. Man, I don't know. Got it. They tried it with Shayna and didn't work. So. God. Oh my God. 
You got Shayna and Charlotte on the same, the same roster. We can wow. I don't know if Nia's what 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 Nia can do, but I can do this. I don't know what Shayna can do, but I can do this. I just got stop the shit. Stop the shit. Stop it. Oh, Shayna. Oh my God. Well, we're gonna we're gonna find out when we watch it tonight. But you know, on the next episode, we're gonna bring you you know our our review of Raw, NXT, and and AEW Dynamite. And like I said, you know the I know the generals should be back soon. Excited for that. But we thank you guys for listening. Like always, tune in next time. We out. Hey, thanks for listening. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, hit us up on our website at tssaw.com or, you know, go to our email at ringsidemayhem7 at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook at SSAW and we'll see you there.